morning right now. It is 11.08, 11.08 on this Monday, October 24th. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at our website, dipietro.com. You just heard the forecast, a little bit of a, a gray day, but I hope everyone had a good weekend. Again, we are underway on this Monday. And folks, this portion of the program, and it's brought to you by PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Right now, this is a good time, good weather. Over the next couple of weeks, you can really do a lot of uh, great things outside. They have the homegrown mums and kale that are out just outstanding this year. Sizes ranging 4-inch, 6-inch, 9-inch, 12-inch. They have everything you need for your fall decorating. Pumpkins, straw, corn stalks, gourds, sugar pumpkins. Pick up also local honey. And this is the best time to do some planting outside with the cooler temperatures, less watering, and something that's a big favorite and people are driving in to purchase. And that is the Placata, the Green Giant Abravites, beautiful natural privacy border, sizes ranging three feet to 11 feet. Instead of putting up a fence, you just plant, plant five, five of these along your border. And it gives you nice privacy as then they can go to full size. Mulch, screen loom, crushed stone, gift certificates are available. They're open seven days a week. Folks, it's PR, Landscape Materials and Garden Center, 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. Now, there's a developing story right now. Uh, unfortunately, now, obviously, because I'm live on the radio, I can't be there. But police are on the scene. I am understanding that some skeletal remains have been found at a construction site in Central Falls. So right now on the scene, you have the police, you have the medical examiner. We'll get more details, at, obviously, as the day goes on. But right now, police are on the scene in Central Falls, where it's my understanding, it's being reported that some uh, skeletal, skeletal, excuse me, skeletal remains, human remains have been found in Central Falls. So this is a developing story. Police are on scene right now. Broad Street and Sheridan Streets. It was right there, right around, I think, before 9 o'clock. And it's a construction site there, right near the family dollar. So a lot of action um, right now. That's why you'll see it. Now, I also want to point out, and people probably, but two Winsocket schools closed in natural gas odor. So that's another situation. There's definitely a problem, folks. With um, with these school closures between the hoaxes or then having this business closed due to natural gas odor. Obviously, it needs to be addressed. Um, it's not being addressed and continue to be problems right now. Now, I want to address on this is going to be a big week. This is a big week for the race for governor. And the challenge right now at 10 minutes past 11, folks, everywhere around the country, if you watched any of the Sunday shows, it is absolutely, I think, people talk about a red wave. I think you're going to see a red tidal wave that is going to be coming. And it's just a matter of whether or not the state is going to be on board. Now, you have right now... In Massachusetts, uh, Jeff Deal is, in fact, he would like another debate with Maura Healy. And I I, I don't know if he's going to get one. I know the lieutenant governor in that race, um, she backed out. And so Jeff is calling for another debate. I, I would hope that that could happen because I would like to see, obviously, we support Republican Jeff Deal, I think he would be a tremendous governor. And it's, as we know, listen, it's difficult in this part of the country, but it's not that difficult. It's not that difficult. It can be done, as Governor Baker showed and as Mayor Fung is showing right now. But as far as the race for governor, this is a big week. This is a big week because the challenge this week, there are two scheduled debates with Governor McKee and Republican Ashley Kalis set for next week. There's two debates set. Now, we'll see, though, uh, whether or not if Governor McKee is actually um, going to follow through and do both of those. There's just some speculation that there's a lot of um, the two campaigns obviously don't get along. 
And he is, um, I, I have just heard that, that they really have a problem with Ashley Kalis. But tomorrow night, Ashley Kalis is doing a people over party rally. It's tomorrow night, Tuesday night, October 25th, 7 o'clock, M&G Trucking, 444 Narragansett Park Drive, Pawtucket. Ashley Kalis needs to bring in and make headway in northern Rhode Island, in the Blackstone Valley. And what Ashley Kalis is going to try to really cut into, folks, is if some Democrats will vote for her, thus the, the people over party. No other people have used that slogan before, people over party, or they, do you remember there were uh, Democrats for Chafee? Sometimes you hear these types of things. You had Democrats for Trump. You had the Reagan Democrats, which, uh, again, put it over. I just, the challenge for Ashley Kalis, the Republican, is whether or not she can captivate and get media attention this week. She needs, she needs an issue that is going to, she really needs something to shake up the race. Governor McKee, by all accounts, is ahead. And again, folks, good morning at 1113 on this Monday. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. And she is everywhere and she is out there. But I think this comes into a time where people have to decide, do you, do we really want to continue down the path that we are on? The path for Governor McKee, and I don't come to this lightly, but it is basically, folks, evolved into, it is one of, of, of cronyism, cronyism and corruption. It's insider deals. How much, how much more of this do you want to put up with? How much more of this do people want to put up with? To vote in McKee Matos is, it truly is the definition of insanity. And the definition of sanity is, of course, you know, you do the same thing over and over, but you expect a different result. How much more of this do we have to put up with? You know, there's the famous story that when Bill Parcells was the coach of the Patriots, with Drew Bledsoe as the quarterback, and it just reached one point. They went in at halftime. And he said to the team, do you know how you're better than this team? And they were down at halftime. And he said, how much longer? How much more are you going to put up with it? When does it change? When does this whole thing start to turn around? How much longer are you going to continue to be the beat-up team in the league? And they went out and they, they won the game. They came back in the second half. And I think it's one of those moments. You know, people talk about the corruption. What you saw on on Saturday with Governor McKee and Seth Magaziner, and I think that yeah, I think the Lieutenant Governor Matos was there as well. I mean, they're not there for people. They're not having a rally for people. That was a, a private rally and it was for organized labor. And the former mayor of Boston, Marty Walsh, came in, who's labor secretary. And it was all about, you know, we're the insiders, as they called themselves. We're the, we're the home team. And we need, Governor McKee has agreed to just give out bloated union contracts and blah, blah, blah. Folks, that was, that was not, I, I want to remind people, this whole business, what about the taxpayers? What about the taxpayers that you pay the salary of all those people? Every time there's one of those big state union jobs, you're paying for it. We're paying for it. When do people say enough? I can't take the insider deals. I can't take a governor, Governor McKee, claiming that, in fact, that that President Biden is the best president we've ever had. I mean, think how no one believes that. But if you're an insider and it's all these insider deals, then you believe it. But the Democrat Party folks, make no mistake about it. They are in full panic right now. Now, at 1116 on this Monday, October 24th, you're listening to the John DePietro Show. In this portion of the program is brought to you by AtMed Urgent Care. I hear more people saying that when you have an emergency, 
Go to AtMed Urgent Care, two locations, 1524 Atwood Avenue in Johnston, and also the second location, 5750 Post Road, East Greenwich, AtMed Urgent Care. They're open seven days a week. They specialize in ambulatory medicine, immunization, school, and sports physicals, cost-efficient healthcare alternative to hospital-based emergencies. And here's the thing, I think, one of the biggest things about AtMed Urgent Care is I've been to both locations. And both times, I was seen in less than a half hour. I've received email from people. I've received email from many of you telling me (coughs) that yourself or you took a loved one to the emergency room and you ended up waiting, you know, six hours to be seen. It's not like that at AtMed Urgent Care. They do it all, whether it's a work-related injury or walk-in routine, urgent care, minor surgical, physical exams, drug testing, full laboratory services, and they offer mononuclear antibody infusions. Folks, it's AtMed Urgent Care. The next time you have an emergency, go to AtMed Urgent Care. Urgent Care. To me, urgent care is, remember like in MASH when they'd have somebody hurt and they bring them right in. That's what it's like. Not sitting there for six to seven hours uh, waiting somewhere in an emergency room. AtMed Urgent Care. 1524 Atwood Avenue in Johnson. Folks, good morning. It's 1119. It's Monday, October 24th. It's actually been a nice month. This portion of our program is brought to you by the Coesed Inn. You know, the Coesed Inn, 226 Coesed Avenue in West Warwick. A delicious meal, lunch, dinner, or drinks in the lounge. They're waiting for you at the Coesed Inn. They have a fantastic menu. I've eaten there many times. They're always also improving their menu. Full menus are available, plus they do a big takeout business. The Coesed Inn, 226 Coesed Avenue in West Warwick. I want to get to some of the um, sound, some of the sound folks, but I also want to make sure we're up to speed on, let's see, um, Channel 12 is reporting. I want to just check this. I Oh, no, Kate Walsh. I interviewed the owner of an excavating company, said he was the one discovered a body while digging and grading a site on Sheridan Street in Central Falls. So that's why they are out there. I would imagine it is um, some kind of a either a missing persons case or it sounds like a um, a, you know, an, an unsolved, an unsolved murder. So, oh, that's interesting. Ted Nisi's tweeting out, just notice Rhode Island charges 7% sales tax on COVID tests. <laughs> Why is that? Thanks a lot, Governor McKee. There you go. But I want to get to folks, uh, Nancy Pelosi, Speaker Pelosi, they are very nervous about what's coming with the midterms. Uh, they're frightened. The, this is, and I'm telling you right now, how about the fact New York, New York has switched. New York could end up electing. Uh, uh, I think it's going to, he's going to pull it out. And that is, in fact, New York is about to, that the Republican in charge or running, I should say, in New York, he is, um, right now, he is pulled ahead in the polls. This is yesterday on Face the Nation. Speaker Pelosi. So, uh, was definitely worried about the midterms. And folks, not only are they going to lose the House, but it sure sounds like they're going to lose the Senate. This is uh, yesterday on Facebook. It's going to be determined by turnout, but you've heard our CBS estimates have the Republicans taking the House with 224 seats. How do you shift the momentum? Well, let's just say uh, first and foremost, good morning. Uh, it's Sunday morning. Uh, <laughs> 15 days or so before the election. People are already voting. We're very pleased with our early vote for our owning the ground initiative. I, uh, it's interesting to me because for a year and a half, the media has been saying, oh, they've got, it's gone. President's party always loses in the off year. And now we're down to the stretch mm-hmm. and we're down to very close races. And we feel very confident. I've been in over 20 states since uh, Congress adjourned uh, in the last month or so. And and uh, I see very clearly 
that the ownership of the ground is with us. It's about getting out the vote. Everything else is a conversation compared to that. Mm-hmm. But in order to do that, you have to have inspiration. You can't run on empty. And the fact is, is that uh, when I hear people talk about inflation, as I heard them there, we have to change that subject. Inflation is a global phenomenon. Yes. The EU, the European Union, the UK, the British have higher inflation rate than we do here. It's not, the fight is not about inflation. It's about the cost of living. And if you look at what we have done to bring down the cost of prescription drugs, to bring down the cost of of energy and the rest in our legislation, you will see that there has been opposed every step of the way by the... Stop the tape. Nancy Pelosi right there, folks. That's Speaker Pelosi. Her saying, we need to change the conversation. I mean, that that tells you right there why they see they are, in fact, failing. And they they are very, very nervous at the direction. And they should be, as a matter of fact. And she she was making the rounds for her to be out there. That shows that they are very concerned about their messaging and what the message is. We need to change the subject that's exactly what she just said. Now, President Trump did a rally over the weekend. A good-sized crowd in Texas. And he laid out what's happening at the southern border. Let's hear some of this. You know, it's an invasion, just like an army is invading us. And you have criminals coming in. That's like an army. And they, they get their arms. If they don't have the arms, they get them real fast. But they're invading our southern border. We had it stopped. Biden has allowed millions and millions of illegal aliens to storm across the border from 160 as of this moment. We have the great Tom Homan with us. We have, I asked him, how many countries, Tom? He actually said 181. We wanted to be very conservative. 160 countries, they're storming. They're storming our country. They include Syria, Somalia, Yemen, Russia, China, Iran. All of Africa, they're storming our country. They're storming all our country. Af- have no idea who they are, where they come from. Biden, Pelosi, the radical Democrats spend all of their time obsessing over the borders of distant foreign nations. Think of it. They talk about foreign nations, but Americans deserve a Congress and a president who will protect the borders of our nation. That's right. Boy, folks, he was um, he was certainly in um, in good form. I also want to play the Fox News panel. Pennsylvania voters agree. Democrats defund the police push has hurt America. This was a focus group done uh, on Fox News. Let me hear this. The, the, the fund the police message hurt the city of Philadelphia and crime all over uh, the country. Uh, raise your hand if you believe that the fund the police message hurt us. Yeah. Yeah. All hands going up. Folks, that is, and I believe, you know, they're going to run the type of race they want to run. But I, I think Ashley Kalis, the Republican challenger for governor, I think she's leaving an issue on the table that the McKee Matos, they are an anti-police governor, lieutenant governor ticket. I want to repeat that. And I know he would say, what are you talking about? My chief of staff. Tony Silva's the former police chief. But listen, let's go with his actions. We know Lieutenant Governor Matos supported defunding the Providence Police Department. She was silent during all the riots. She was an enabler to the riots. She was silent when the Christopher Columbus statue was vandalized and had to be removed. And Governor McKee, he spoke at that anti-police rally. He attended the defund the police, abolish the police rally. Under Governor McKee, look at what has happened with crime in Providence. Look at what has happened with crime under Lieutenant Governor Sabina Matos in power when she was in charge of the Providence City Council. I think it's a viable issue. But the biggest thing right now for Ashley Kalis is people have to decide Folks, it, it'll just it'll be a disaster if McKee and Matos get four years. I don't know what's going to happen 
with Ashley Kalis. You know, she's an unproven leader, but it can't be. At least you won't get the insider deals. At least you won't have the level of corruption that you're going to have under McKee Matos. At least you're not going to, excuse me, have, at least you're not going to have a governor dragged out in handcuffs by the FBI, which you're on the verge of happening. So now this portion of the John DePietro Show, folks, it's brought to you by Matthews Energy Company. Hey, electric rates going up 50%. Call them and let them help you save money, whether it's electricity or natural gas. With local utilities going up, Matthews Energy Company, you can call them for a free quote. Learn more, plus you get a $50 credit. Simply, if you start with them, at 401-942-7500. And I want to be very clear, this isn't solar. This isn't a matter of saving money with solar. Matthews Energy Company, they've been around for four generations. They have it all. And one of the things that they provide is electricity and natural gas. Let them help you save money. Matthews Energy Company, 401-942-7500, from Matthews Energy Company. Now, last night on 60 Minutes, I also want to play this because it talks about the problem that the Dominion voting people have gone through. So the amount of threats they're getting, it's, it's, it's just ridiculous these people that are still calling and but this was because of Sid Powell and some of the others and all the you know release the Kraken when it comes to the voting. Listen to these messages left. Union's going to end up in an orange jumpsuit in handcuffs. <laughs> you f***ing whores. You cheating pigs. Yeah, good afternoon, scumbags. We're going to blow your f***ing building up. He's a f***ing I don't wish to sit here and, and say that this is something that happened 18 months ago. This is something that continues to happen every single day for us. Last Friday, we had an office on lockdown. Um, two days prior to that, I was on a phone call with one of our employees, who's a mother of two, um, very upset and crying. <laughs> it's hard to talk about. Had something been said to her personally? A very disgusting death threat in detail received on her personal cell phone. I mean, that that is just a level. That is just a level, folks, that is beyond the pale. You know, I'm also seeing, and I want to see if this is in fact true. Wow. Education Commissioner Afonte Green has enrolled her son at Bishop Hendrickson. Huh. Wow. Look at that. She lives in Central Falls. Why isn't her son attending Central Falls High School? Hmm. Well, there, I mean, that says it all. Wow. I mean, that speaks volumes. Wow. Speaks volumes of the edgy. You know, when Governor McKee. You know, she moved to Central Falls and blah, blah, blah. Education Commissioner Infante Green. Has enrolled her son at Bishop Hendrickson. And Susie Yankee said, would be nice if other PVD, well, I think she lives in Central Falls, would be nice if other PV, PVD parents had the same choice. Hmm. I. I we're going to find out, but that is. That is very telling. She initially lived in Central Falls because I know that they, she had problems with her uh, her car there. They were, her car was, they took the tires off her car. Her car was on blocks and they took the tires off her car. The Rhode Island education system. 
If that is true, so the education commissioner is sending her son to Bishop Hendrickson. How come he's not going to Central Falls High School? I'm pretty sure she lives in Central Falls. Well, we, we know the answer to that because she has an option. A lot of people don't have that option. Folks, at 11.32, good morning. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Now, speaking of Central Falls, there is a developing story here where there's a lot of police activity. I cannot be on the scene for this, but remains were found. And at a construction site, they spoke to someone. I said, I put the machine in the hole, started doing the grading. I saw body parts coming out of the bucket. I called the police. I've been in that area. I wasn't deep enough for the foundation, so I put the machine down to the hole to grade it up. That's when I started catching the pieces. Detectives and the state medical examiner have determined the remains are human, and that is going on in Central Falls. So that is a developing story on this Monday. Um, And then First Lady Jill Biden is going to visit the state on Wednesday on Wednesday. And everybody, folks, it is kind of fun. Patriots on Monday Night Football gave you a good weekend to get stuff done. Jill Biden will be making a quick trip to Rhode Island on Wednesday. She'll be visiting the capital city in the afternoon. She's going to touch down at TF Green at 1230. She's going to visit Rhode Island College, Feinstein School of Education, blah, blah, blah. Um... Let's see. Ted Nisi has her full schedule. Let me just pull this up. So, uh, from the White House, she will attend and deliver remarks at a political event for Governor Dan McKee and the Democrat Party. Um, 12.30 arrives T.F. Green. And... Let's see. She'll arrive. Press pulled for TV for instant media. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, One o'clock, they'll visit Rhode Island College. Networking event. Handshake. Um, Boom, boom, boom. At 3.15, the First Lady will attend and deliver remarks. Political event for Governor McKee and and the party. That will be... Limited capacity. So they're not saying exactly where that's going to be. So there you go. Um, So that is on Wednesday. But notice who's not coming in, right? Obviously. Um, Who's not coming in is, in fact, President Biden. But he's not anywhere. I mean, because he is so unpopular. Okay, update. A body appears to been there for some time. This is the Central Falls situation. Shopping Plaza, Sheridan Broad Street is blocked off. So there's, there's that. I don't know how, I don't think I need to keep doing updates on that, but that's anyone traveling in that area, you see a big police presence. That is what's going on. Fourth and eighth graders fell behind in reading had the largest ever decline in math, according to a national education assessment. Now, Dan McGowan in Roadmap, he had a piece today in Roadmap that said we that the state has not seen low test scores like this since I think that um, I think he said since 2007. It's that bad. So but again, I think this comes into play. The. Education situation by by keeping a focus on that, and he doesn't like to highlight he received the endorsement from the teachers unions in trying to uh, just get himself elected. Won't deal with the real problems. Now I also saw. A press release. Councilman Riley demands a straight answer from governor and submits resolution to stop McKee's Holmesville village regarding the pallet housing in Cranston. That's where Governor McKee supposedly was going to put down these 
these pallet, homeless pallets. They like they look like uh, bathhouses. They look like it's uh, bathhouses. So they're that small. So uh, the governor, I, I think, again, this is one of those issues. He wants to wait until after the election. And then when it's too late, then they'll plop them down there. I think they're starting with 500. And the reason they're going to do it is because they, they feel that it's state land. But, folks, that rally over the weekend. And, again, good morning, everybody, at 1138. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at our website, which is dePietro.com. This portion of the program is brought to you by Propane Plus. Call them today. Heating and cooling. Rhode Island and Massachusetts. You can depend on Propane Plus. 401 885-4209, 401-885-4209, 885-4209, 401-885-4209, in Massachusetts, 508-252-3359. If you use propane, you want Propane Plus, three generations, they're available 24-7. They offer online billing, you can schedule a service delivery at the click of a button, receive a free safety inspection on their equipment. Um, propane Plus, call today. You also, new customers, save up to 600 in state rebates. Propane Plus, they have a very user-friendly website. It's propaneplus.com for heating and cooling. You just type in your zip code, residential, commercial, always there for you. It's Propane Plus. And remember, with Propane Plus, propane, it is affordable, sustainable, equitable, good for the environment, lowest carbon fuel, and now it's renewable. Contact the experts at Propane Plus. If you use propane, heating and cooling, call them today, 401-885-4209 or 508-252-3359 for Propane Plus. Well, folks, at 1138, you're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. I'm looking at some headlines right now. A poll reveals staggering polarization ahead of midterms. How about in Arizona, armed vigilantes at the Arizona ballot drop box. Left fears the map is slipping away. Sharp swing in momentum. Five sleeper races that could surprise. Liz Cheney, she was on Meet the Press, predicts rise of new conservative party. Says Republicans more dangerous than Dems. I don't believe that. Right-wing roadshow promotes Christian nationalism. Voter interest is at an all-time high. Now, Mike Flynn is part of that Christian nationalism, that group. Now, I'm also, where did I see, um, let's see, some more headlines. Uh, Dominion CEO said Fox knew truth about voter fraud claims. People put into danger. Tucker lashes out at Republican campaign chief in irate private call. Um, I think that President Trump also started to take some shots at DeSantis. Trump plans to challenge the 22 elections starting in Philadelphia. The Don is raging at Ron. Lawyers look for stealth jurors. Um, I I think you're going to hear a lot of that, a lot of that type of headlines and talk leading up. MSNBC did some interesting polls, um, focus groups, excuse me, of. There were a number of people saying they like President Trump, but they are starting to really like um, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. Seemingly because he doesn't carry a lot of the same baggage as President Trump. And I think you're going to hear, you're going to hear more about that, as a matter of fact. I think you're going to, that's, that's not going to go away. You're, you're, you're not going to see less of that. I think you're going to hear more people. So the Sunday shows, they were focused in Arizona. I also, folks, a race that people need to pay attention to. Right now, it's 1142 on this Monday. 
And it's not getting a lot of attention. But it is the general treasurer's race. And it's the general treasurer's race. And that that James Diosa, the mayor of Central Falls, that guy, you know, I'm going to talk about that a little bit later in the program. But the amount of trips that he took in foreign travel, complete abuse, complete abuse of the system. As far as all these unnecessary foreign trips that he he took and the city of Central Falls had to pay for a lot of the trips. I hope people pay attention to that race to that race. Now, here's the part I mentioned earlier. Dan McGowan, Rhode Island sees sharp downturn in student performance. This is in this morning's Boston Globe. He writes, we still don't have the results of the RICAS exam. But we now know where Rhode Island students stand on the national report card. Math and reading scores for students in grades four through eight fell to their lowest point since at least 2007. Even though the scores place Rhode Island in line with the national average below several states in New England, students saw sharp downturns in performance since before the pandemic. Rhode Island fourth graders posted their lowest scores in reading and math since 2005, while eighth graders saw their lowest math scores since 2000 and lowest reading scores since 2007. Absolutely terrible. Terrible. And lowest in New England. Lowest performing state with education. The national average math grade Grade 8 is 273. Massachusetts is 284, performing above the national average. New Hampshire, 279. Connecticut, 276. Vermont, 276. Rhode Island, 270. Maine, 273. Eighth grade reading, national average is 253. Massachusetts overperforms, 269. Connecticut, 264. Rhode Island is the national average, 259. Fourth grade math, national average, 235. Rhode Island, 234. Terrible. Just terrible. And what's Governor McKee doing? Let's just give the teachers union the exact contract that they want with... No changes, no transformational changes. Let's just give them whatever they want because I need, and let's give them a $3,000 bonus because I need them to vote for me. In the, I mean, that's what it all comes down to. I, I am glad that the Globe also highlighted the trips of the general treasurer. I am not voting for that James Diosa. He doesn't deserve it. Hey, folks, how about Rhode Island's Jeremy Pena? Not only starring for the Astros, they knocked out the Yankees, and they are headed to the World Series against the Philadelphia Phillies. Folks, right now at 1146, you're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. This portion of the program is brought to you by J. Perry Paving. Now, listen, it's not too late. You still have time. Before the snow falls, get that driveway paved. J. Perry Paving. They provide high-quality, fair pricing, exceptional service, 20 years experience, specializing in commercial paving, seal coating. Call them right now for a free estimate. It's letter J, J. Perry Paving, 401 732 1730 1730 J. Perry Paving. Folks, give them a call. Remember, they are licensed and insured. Contracted company, get your driveway paved, whether it's a brand new paving project or maybe it's just a cracked driveway. Affordable, smooth, and safe to drive on. J. Perry Paving, 401-732-1730. Let me see the... uh, 
Ex-Minneapolis cop Alexander Cohn pleads guilty to one count of aiding and abetting in manslaughter George Floyd killing. That stuff is still going on. That stuff is still going on, as a matter of fact. But yesterday, they're focusing a lot on Arizona. Um, Arizona is a big state to watch. This is a little bit of yes, uh, yesterday, this week, Stephanopoulos, instead it was Jonathan Carl, Rick Klein. And listen to the part of the Republicans starting to forecast. open up a big gap. We begin this morning with the national state of play, 16 days until Election Day, voting already underway in 34 states. ABC News political director Rick Klein is here to break down 538's latest election forecast and the results of our new ABC News poll with Ipsos. Uh, good morning, Rick. So, so tell me, it, it seems like the momentum here uh, nationally has shifted towards the Republicans. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, John, things look a lot different than they did just a few weeks ago. Uh, take a look at this. Our partners at 538 now show a slight lead in polling average in a so-called generic ballot for Republicans. That's just the question, are you likely to vote for a Democrat or a Republican this fall? Over in the House, Republicans have a distinct advantage, and it's a growing advantage. Right now, 538 thinks it's about an 8 in 10 chance that, that Republicans take control of the House. They only need to flip five House seats to make that happen. In the Senate, the Democrats still have an edge, but that edge has been shrinking and shrinking fast just in the last week or 10 days. Right now, it's not much better than a coin flip. The Democrats keep control of a Senate that is now 50-50. And we have our new poll, and Rick, it seems that the issue set driving this election, also favoring Republicans. Yeah, John, this poll with Ipsos shows that both parties have their areas of strength, uh, but Republicans are starting to open, pretty, open up a pretty significant gap on some of the biggest issues that motivate voters. Inflation, crime, issues around the economy, double-digit plus gap. That's what the campaign has been about. That's what the ads have been focused on. Now, Democrats have their issues as well. They're, they have yawning uh, advantages on things like gun violence, abortion, climate change. But the problem for them, John, is that those aren't the issues that are motivating voters first and foremost, either in polls or, or talking to voters, it's those issues around the economy. And if this campaign is about inflation, high prices, about crime, Republicans have a big, big advantage. Okay, and here in Arizona, uh, uh, Senator Mark Kelly, uh, the Democrat, obviously running against Blake Masters. Uh, tight race. You have been saying that this could come down to something you're calling McCain Democrats. Yeah, and John, this is kind of a microcosm of what we've seen around the country. Keep in mind that right here, this used to be red territory. Uh, Maricopa County, fastest growing county in, in the country. John McCain won right here in 2016, last time he's on the ballot, by 15 points. Fast forward just four years, though. Mark Kelly and Joe Biden both win this state. Biden winning by barely 10,000 votes, one of the biggest upsets of the election cycle. So the battle right now, it's over suburban voters. It's over new voters in this fast-growing county. It's over Latino voters. These are the trends you're seeing everywhere. And this this crop of voters, people that for decades voted Republican, now have been voting Democrat. Where they land almost certainly determines where Arizona lands. And if you want to see why that matters, John, take a look at this. If just this one Senate seat flips, if Blake Masters is able to beat uh, Mark Kelly uh, in, in a few weeks, Republicans go from a 4 in 10 chance to an 8 in 10 chance to take the Senate. Uh, I gotta say, folks, I think right now the, uh, and again, good morning everybody at 1151 you're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. <clears throat> One of the most important things to recognize about the CD2 race, the CD2 race of the, the Langevin seat, Cranston, former Cranston Mayor Alan Fung against Seth Magaziner. I, I think what, one of the most um, important aspects of that is the Republicans are going to take the House. If Seth Magaziner were to win, he would be a freshman rookie congressperson at the back of the bench with the party not in power. He would do nothing. All of this stuff of I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that and I'm going to fight this and I'm going to fight that. He's not going to fight anything. I, Alan Fung, he needs to close this out. It's two weeks to go. Two weeks to go. He's got the lead. There's one more debate to go. Now, Saturday, that was the unions getting together and putting out the word, whatever we have to do to pull this off, we need to pull this off. This isn't about following the rules. 
This isn't about doing the right thing. All they care about is trying to grab this election. So the Fung people really have to be on guard. Now, also, you know who's really, um, folks, someone to watch is this Arizona Republican gubernatorial nominee, Carrie Lake. She was a television anchor out, news person out in that area. And she is just, she right now is looking like she's going to be the next governor of Arizona. And it's still some time to go. But he sat down with her and she is fully on board. But the way she handles herself with the press is remarkable. She pushes back. She's very poised, very determined. Listen to this interview. Seek to change the election laws. Specifically, would you look to limit early voting and mail-in voting in Arizona? I don't know exactly how we'll do it, but we will secure our elections, restore faith in our elections, make sure our elections are honest and transparent. I assume everybody wants that, but specifically early voting and mail-in voting, which you've been very critical of, would you seek to limit it? I think, you know, going, going back to when I first started voting yeah. back in the 80s, we had election day. Yeah. Our constitution says election day. It doesn't say election season, election month. And the longer you drag that out, the more fraught with problems there are. We just saw problems this week with Katie Hobbs, my opponent. She just put out, sent out 6,000 ballots that went the wrong type of ballots to the wrong people. Right, they only had the federal, but but she she was the one that pointed this out. And well, I don't correct. care if she pointed well, out. Earlier this week, Lake's opponent, Katie Hobbs, who also serves as the current Secretary of State, announced that 6,000 ballots printed with only federal races were incorrectly sent to voters. Corrected ballots are now being mailed out. My question is whether or not you would limit mail-in voting, limit early voting, uh, given that so many people in the state, it's like 90% uh, vote early in the state or use early ballots. We want to shore up our elections so they are very honest and every voter knows that it's an honest system let me just give you a couple facts yeah. 2,000 mail-in ballots were accepted by maricopa county after election day in 2020 after election day that was a new one on us so we took the claim to election officials in maricopa county who told us it's just not true in fact no ballots were accepted after the election day 7 p.m. deadline. Some ballots were scanned the next morning, giving them a timestamp after election day. But again, those ballots were turned in on election day by the deadline. Lake offered other unsubstantiated and disproven claims. Arizona's 2020 election was the most scrutinized in the state's history, and there is no evidence of widespread fraud. A comprehensive investigation by Maricopa County found, quote, 100 potentially questionable ballots cast out of 2.1 million. Hardly enough to change the results. I certainly hope that we're going to talk more than about elections today because I sat here today to talk about my policies. Well, we've been talking about a whole bunch of other things besides elections, but, but since you but brought up... But I find up, it funny since, that... Since you brought up... I didn't ask about 2020. I just asked... Uh, I do find it funny that the media thinks I'm, I'm only talking about elections. I'm talking about a lot of things. But, but, but let's be completely clear. You actually brought it up, not me. I asked you about uh, about the rules and about early voting and if you would change the rules. I, I didn't ask you about 2020. And I want you, to explain to you why mail-in ballots can be fraught with error. Why it is that you have not said, or maybe you'll do it now, you have not said that you will accept the certified results of this election even if you lose this election. I will accept the results of this election if we have a fair, honest, and transparent election. Absolutely 100%. So, so if, 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 if you were to lose, and you're ahead, but, but if you were to lose and you went out and you had all your appeals and went through... As long as it's fair, honest, and transparent. And certified. I mean, who's going to determine that? Are you going to determine that? Or, or what, oh, if, if it's like certified? My opponent might have to determine that. That's well, an interesting, that's an interesting conundrum, isn't it? You said something last week. You said that there were... 740,000 ballots with no chain of custody. Those ballots shouldn't have been counted. Are you really saying you would throw out the ballots of 740,000 no, three no, quarters I, of a million Arizonans? I mean, those were 740,000 ballots. ballots violated chain of custody requirements in Maricopa County. In Mar- I mean, first of all, it, it's it's not true. I mean, the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors put out a 98-page report okay, that went that through these allegations. That is a fact. Check your facts. We took that claim to Maricopa County officials who refuted Lake and pointed to the statement they issued back in May, saying that the county 
always had control of the ballots, adding they, quote, were sealed in envelopes and secured in boxes that bipartisan couriers are prohibited from opening. But just to be clear, the Republicans on the Board of Supervisors, the Republican governor, now the Republican candidate for Senate running along with you, uh, the Republican attorney general under, under Donald Trump, Bill Barr, all said that there, that there wasn't, you know, that, that the election was was not stolen. Are we going to sit and litigate this? No, I'm I, happy I, I'm to just, do it. I'm, I'm just but, wondering why but, they would all lie. You guys I mean. are obsessed. Well, we have a lot of corruption in this system, and they don't want, I think a lot of people who were responsible for that election know that there were rules broken and laws broken. And they don't want to admit faults, okay? Like and that's already. fine. We're going to go forward, and we're going to make sure going forward our elections are secure. You know, she is, again, folks, she is uh, 1158. I recognize a lot of people are unfamiliar with her. Her name is Carrie Lake. She has emerged as an absolute star. Now, she needs to close it out and win Arizona. She's not going to be a star unless she wins. But she is emerged as just a complete star in Arizona and is on the cusp of being elected governor. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro show on this Monday is brought by the Lodge Pub and Eatery. Now listen, tonight, Patriot fans will gather at the Lodge Pub and Eatery, 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln. Tonight, Monday Night Football, the New England Patriots take on the Chicago Bears. It's going to be a big game, and you can catch all the action at the Lodge Pub and Eatery. All right, it's 11.50 now. Coming up in the uh, 12 o'clock news, we're going to bring you up to speed on all the news of the day. Boy, the momentum is really shifting towards the Republicans. Locally, skeletal, skeletal remains have been found at a building site in Central Falls. So we'll have more on that as the afternoon goes on. And uh, something needs to be done with these schools that are closed again because of an odor. That absolutely needs to be handled. All the money that floats around, you just can't have that type of thing. Folks, it's John DePietro on this Monday. We're going to do politics this week with Justin Katz. And then also talk to Donna Perry about the midterms. It's the John DePietro Show with you until 2 o'clock. Back on the other side after the 12 o'clock news.